Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. It's Dave Moore, it's Today FM and Gavin Friday sitting across from me having a cup of tea and a chat about this beautiful book, Gavin. Mm-hmm. And I have kids uh, who are four of them and they're arranging the eight-year-old twins, 11-year-old boy, uh, twin girls, 11-year-old boy and a 13-year-old boy. And every single one of them loves this book and were given out to me because I took it back into work today because I've had it at home because I knew you were coming in so I wanted to have it in my hand when we're talking but it is absolutely phenomenal so people will know the Peter and the Wolf story Prokofiev but you've reimagined this in a very different way I think and for a very different reason uh, than it was originally intended and it's amazing to take a work like that and repurpose it. Mm. Uh, so can you, without giving anything away, obviously, but can you explain, first of all, where the whole idea came from, how Bono's involved, but more importantly, this retelling of the story? Well, 20 years ago, believe it or not, we first released a version of this. Uh, I recorded it and was donating all the proceeds to the Irish hospice. Mm-hmm. And we decided it needed a, a book with it or some sort of, other visual additive, and uh, we got Bono to do the drawings. And it was quite a spontaneous thing. It was done and dusted within a month. The hospice was a charity close to me back then uh, because my dad had died and and, and Bono's dad had just died. So yeah. it sort of made sense. And we, we, we released it 20 years ago, more or less to the month, and it did really well. And about five years ago, I got the rights back Okay, uh, for the recordings. And 20 years ago, one of the publishers I worked with said, we should do an animation of this. When I, I went to him, I said, I've got the rights back. Do you think, would you like to re-put it out? Or And he says, let's, let's look at animating the thing. Actually, so rather than just it being a book, it's a book and a film. Yeah, yeah. It wow. started off like this new version started off as a film. As a film, okay, as okay. As a film, pri- primarily. And we went about sort of working with different animators and we eventually got a deal with HBO, uh, a streaming service they have called Max. HBO Max, yeah. 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 And uh, when we started proceeding into it, we started looking at the fairy tale 20 years ago Actually, the fairy tale is about 100 years old. Well, exactly, yeah. But we started looking at, at the rendition we did 20 years ago, and it sort of didn't make sense mm. in our so-called woke world we yeah. live in. And the main thing was, uh, we, we were asked asking ourselves the question, well, does the wolf go to the zoo? Or is the wolf killed? Or right, so what happens to yeah, the wolf? Yeah. So we started questioning all those sort of politically correct things. And the Americans were questioning everything. Grandfather can't smoke. But the, the, the hunters were allowed to have guns. No, no problem at okay, all. Okay, America, that America. Was, yes, understandably but so, we, yeah. We then started looking at like the whole, the real essence of the story. And you sort of went like, well, why is Peter living with his grandfather? Yes. And, and, and from then, just from uh, numerous sort of brainstorming meetings, I started like rethinking of it. Well, if it's for the hospice, which we decided was going to be uh, benefiting uh, hospice care, the only reason why a kid would be with their granddad is possibly if their parents are dead. So loss then becomes a character in yeah, the book. Yeah, a and, really and important character. And, and everything that comes with that, because with loss... There's often transformation. There's often there's so many elements then mm-hmm. that come and and they come through in in the story yeah. in, a, in a genuinely really amazing way. They do. 
Let's have a listen as well, because if you go onto your Spotify now and you search up Gavin Friday, not only can you listen to his wonderful music, but you can also hear things like this. Now, this is where the story begins. Early one morning, when Peter walked out of the house, he opened the gate and went into the big green meadow. What's amazing about this is that jumps into Prokofiev. Like, mm. I know people are hearing a mandolin yeah. there and a bit of pots and pans. Yeah. And you, so you kind of get a feel of what that's going to sound like. And then, oh, that's, that's I know that music. <laughs> and you go, that reimagining of the soundtrack yeah. is unbelievable. Well, I felt since I've recorded it 20 years ago, I've been collecting different variants of it and versions. I mean, Bowie's done it, Bing Crosby's done it, Bill Clinton's done it. Wow. Uh, Danny Kaye. My favourite is Sean Connery uh, in the 60s did a version. <laughs> and I think it's just because he's that beautiful, big coffee sounding. Totally. Uh, Scottish accent. But I went, you know, Prokofiev wrote this as an introduction to the instruments of an orchestra. Mm. And I went, I don't really care about the instruments of an orchestra, although I do. Sure. But I went, do kids really care about that now? Uh, and I said, let's let's imagine Tim Burton as an analogy. What would he underscore it? He'd make it a bit more gritty and you a would. bit more dirty. So I almost imagined like... Blowing bottles and... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that like that Tom Waits sort of percussive thing yeah. is what we did. Well, look, I, I can't speak highly enough of it. When will we see the film very quickly, do you know? Uh, Max, it's it's it. if you're in America, uh, it's it's streaming this week in America. But BBC have bought the rights for it uh, worldwide. Phenomenal. And they are showing it at the Christmas season as our RTE. Wonderful. But, but we haven't been told the exact Okay, date. okay, we'll keep an eye out for but sure. Very soon. And very Gavin Flyday, by the way, is in there. I'll, we, you'll, have yeah. to, you'll have to read the book and watch the film to find out. Uh, but you, of course, friends with the band, also artistically involved with you mm-hmm. two. The Sphere. It's all anybody is talking about here mm. and we're very far away from it. We've had <laughs> listeners on who've been lucky enough to go. Yeah. You've been lucky enough to go. You've been involved, obviously, in the whole thing. Yeah. What's it like? Well, I, I spent six weeks in Vegas. I'm, I'm back about a week. And <laughs> you I feel like you've been a bit I, of PTSD. Well, you? <laughs> I, think, I, I think you should only spend six hours in, in Vegas. Vegas is itself, the truth. right, yeah. It's sort of like Temple Bar meets Disneyland for people with money. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a little... Whoa. But the Sphere is one of the few places that doesn't have any casinos okay. in it. Uh, it's 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 quite extraordinary, and I'm not just saying that because sure. I was working on it, but it's the first venue that's been solely built away from classical venues for music, for yeah. rock music and for visuals. And otherworldly is a word in that you, you can't really imagine the visual, but the biggest thing I found was the sound. That's so funny. Mm. Two of our listeners have said mm. that to us. Said, yeah, look, you see the videos and you can't believe the sphere and you yeah. can't believe it. But that the individualization of, of the, the sound yeah. is what blew their minds. And it's not like, you know, the worst thing in the world, I think, is surround sound. Mm. And you're hearing somebody stirring their tea behind your back. <laughs> it's distracting. When you're, yeah. you're watching the, yeah. the movie. And But this is, it's not even, I mean... I'm an old school head, like stereo, two ears, stop all this Atmos and yeah. all those mixes. But this has sound coming at you every angle. And it's it's not like it's separated. It's like and it's still 
it's actually undescribable. It was actually the biggest thing, the biggest problem to do. I would say so. Get up because, as I said, you listen with two ears mm. and you're used to mixing it for stereo, and it really was tricky. One of the things that one of the listeners said was that there was a point where Bono was whispering, and yet you could hear Bono whisper as if he was standing beside mm. you but he was whispering so theoretically the band should be obviously so much louder but the mix was so perfect mm -hmm. that everything was heard. And it is like that. Like the other thing too is you know when you go to a gig and you go oh it was a great gig but the sound was shit. Yeah. It's not like that. No. No matter where you sit you this clarity. So it is another dimension to, to the way music is going to go. I don't know. Well, this is I think definitely it costs a step. Two, two and a half billion to build the building. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if we're going to get everybody's one. Everybody's going to do it. We won't be getting one in Dublin for a while. No. Uh, but God knows. I mean, I know they're going to do another couple of weeks there mm. in January. But I really would not like to be the next band to play there. That's it. Because, <laughs> I mean, talk about starting, like, you know, at the pinnacle. And the other thing, too, about the video is because it's so large, you can't do fast edits. Because if you did, you'd, you'd actually throw up. Yes, people it's would start so to feel so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything has to be at a certain pace and okay. tempo. So, so you're telling me Slipknot are not going to do well in there I with their high-speed so. violence no. videos? No, okay. And they right, might try not. it and yeah. then everyone, <laughs> everyone will get sick. Yeah. Vomit on top of them. Uh. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, we do a quick fire round with everyone who comes in. So just answer these questions yeah, yeah. off the top of your head. Uh, what would you like to be definitively known as the best in the world at? Live performer. Wow. That's a good answer. Um, next one I should ask everybody is who's the most famous person in your phone? But sometimes that might seem a little foolish, Gavin Friday. But is there anybody who outdoes Mr. Hewson? Well, I used to know David Bowie. Okay, well. His name is still there. Okay, well, <laughs> that, uh, that wins. Sorry, Bono, that wins. Um, go back to primary school for me now for a minute. So maybe seven, eight years old. Mm -hmm. You open up your lunchbox. What's inside? Oh, bad Calvita cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I had the same. Just Calvita, and occasionally you'd get the triangle ones. Oh yeah, the triangle Calvita yeah, triangles in the foil. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But cheese sandwiches it was always cheese. <laughs> Remember when I got corned beef it was a treat day, well, big treat day. When yeah. got that, yeah. Um, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? Wow, somebody with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Any American you've ever met. So. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And the final question I ask everybody, because I don't, is do you mm. wash your legs in the shower, Gavin Friday? I do, actually. You do? Yeah. I actually have a little seat in the shower, not like the old age pensioner seat. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice marble It's a nice there. marble one, yeah. yeah. So the, does the leg go up there the then? The leg goes up, okay, yeah. Good. But it's also great for sitting down when you're wrecked and have one of those early morning showers yes, after just, a late night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Uh, listen, the book is out now, Peter and the Wolf. I highly recommend you get your hands on it. And as we heard at some point over the Christmas period, we will see the film on RT and BBC. Gavin Friday, it's a wonder. Honestly, really, Thank you. so blown away by it. Thank you so much for coming Thank in for you. the chats. Thanks for your support, Dave. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.